Hello deities and welcome. This is the voice of Goddess Latoya and you are listening to Goddess Botanica, the podcast series. How have you been? I've missed you all so much and I know the first season of Goddess Botanica as I mentioned probably in the first episode of this new season right now in episode 4 yes I know you've been waiting a while but we know how the pandemic has things topsy-turvy literally, figuratively personally, interpersonally all the lees (laughs) and uh, due to legit technical difficulties um, you know I have been off a while there's this cord that I use to record okay so let me explain the setup I usually have my headphones my mic my mic stand my audio interface and my phone people usually record with their computers but it's more convenient because I always tell people I I like my phone simple you know I was trying to be all profound (laughs) but really I just really value my phone so much it's everything I think being able to see the evolution of technology I'm so grateful that you literally can do everything you can do on your computer on your phone however I think there has been some sort of software update on my audio interface that doesn't allow me to use my phone to connect to the audio interface anymore and it's annoying And it takes a little more effort to record using your computer. You know, you have to have the the right app. I have to figure out, okay, how I'm going to get it on my phone because I'm still going to use my phone for editing. Um, But maybe this is just the push I needed to uh, use my computer more often because I hardly use it and I plan to use it for my company. Um, but I'm saying all of that to say, you know, things happen and I, I allowed the easy way out to, uh, overrule my desire, so to speak. So when I finally had a little courage and had the perfect setting to record, I, I was demotivated because I would have had to use my computer. Yeah. And I feel I needed to owe you all an explanation because this is what this podcast is about being real right it's about love it's about bad twigs it's about shadow work it's about everything that is spiritual everything that is divine and you know exudes uh divine energy you know be it feminine which i represent or even masculine you know we we look at all of the uh factors and all of the energies and all of the real life stuff that we go through as deities as demigods as i call us and you know uh i i just had to i just had to mention that because i could have come and say oh it was such a dark time i mean i have my moments <laughs> but really i was just good old demotivated and i realized that being demotivated you know it's just me slipping back into that pattern and having too much time on my hands to worry about things and so I said you know what because so much good things are happening and because I'm inspired by a lot of things externally I said let me not waste this spirit of just getting back in and really and truly you know giving you all what you've been asking for It warms my heart to hear people say, Goddess Botanica took me through the pandemic, you know, or what's going on, or, you know, it it warms my heart to have people interested in little old me and my journey. And I feel proud about that. I feel very proud. So let me give myself a little clap. I don't know if you can hear it. You surely could probably hear, um... (laughs) The creatures of the night, as I call them, uh, usually when I'm home, you don't hear them as much, but when I'm here, you hear it. So, but I guess it adds to the aesthetic, right? It's Goddess Botanica. So we have everything in our garden from love to fear to pride to crickets. <laughs> okay, stale joke over. 
Um, I must say though, I'm actually not mad at this setup. Yeah. Oh, except for that. Oh my gosh, except for that, where you're gonna be hearing notifications. My apologies, guys. My apologies. This is the one thing I did not, um, think through when it comes to, uh, the show. I think I'll just disconnect. Cause I was going to say, yeah, I, I disconnected from Wi-Fi because I was going to say that I'm so happy that I'm able to see what's going on on my computer. Um, but at the same time, if I get a notification, you're going to hear it. So I'm sorry for the air bleed. <laughs> but anyway, guys, how have you been? I really, really miss you and I have so much to say. And I think that's the thing. Even though I have so much to say, I've learned to speak them at the right time. Now, I am of the opinion, of course, that you self-prophesy. You speak things and they come into being. You know, when you look at the Abrahamic Christian teachings and you look at the Bible, Genesis spoke about how the Christian God created the universe and he spoke and it came into being. And as a spiritual person, even if you're not necessarily Christian, you know the power of words. We say spellings. We find the word spell in the word spellings. You know, and I'm not trying to go on no high rant, but I'm just saying we know the power of words. And so I've always felt that it makes sense to say what you're going to do and then see it manifest in real life. But there's also a thing called speaking it for yourself and not really exposing it for the public. Because that's when you invite other energies into what you have. And those energies may be energies of doubt to add to the doubt you may have. Because it happens. You may be doubtful. It's something new. You're overthinking it. I'm speaking about myself right now. <laughs> right? But yeah, you, you, you think, oh my gosh, I'm going to fail. People are going to say this is not, you know, quality stuff. You, you tell yourself literally all the reasons why you should fail before you've even attempted because you've probably spoken so big about it before you know um or even just the humanly part you know even if you didn't say it big you know you, you just you just feel that way but going back to my point because there was a reason I said what I said <laughs> sometimes you sometimes you you as the old people say count chickens before they hatch and even though there's nothing wrong with, with things not really turning, turning out how you anticipated it being, because you spoke so much, you tend to feel embarrassed. Because you spoke so much, you know people aren't going to look at the fact that, okay, logistics really could cause something not to come true. No, they're not going to have that empathy or even care to explore that side. Because they're just happy you're feeling they're happy that you said this. They know you have the potential to make that happen. But they also are happy that you didn't make it happen. And it's that hateful, bitter energy why instead of always speaking about my L's, I also equally don't even speak about my wins. I wait till I see it actually be a possibility and then I let those who are important to me know. And sometimes I even just surprise them with shit, you know, and, and they may not understand it. And they're like, tell me, what's this? What's that? Where are you going with this? I saw you did this. And I don't say anything, not because I don't trust them, but because I need to understand that sometimes things have to have zero attention on it in order for it to really manifest into what it's supposed to manifest into you know it's okay to be protective of your energy it's okay to be protective of your dreams and it isn't a matter of because people are going to steal it because that will happen and if we're being honest these concepts aren't 100 percent original there's somebody in the world that did it before 
What matters is how you do it and how you utilize your talents, your skills, your gifts, your resources, all of that, and make it manifest into what it's supposed to be for your path. So I must say, I used to be insecure, right? I used to be like, oh my gosh, even though it's true, even though it is true, there are a lot of people who, you know, you may have had an idea, you said it out loud, you've literally never heard them say they had any interest in it. And then you see them do it and it's like, they're copying me. Oh my gosh. The insecure me would be that way. There was some insecurity there. I I could admit that because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm already struggling with this. So the nerve of this person to do exactly what I'm doing, right? What if they become better than me, right? Or sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, why do you want to do what I'm doing? Why don't you think of something you could do for yourself? You know, so sometimes you're just pissed as well. But I've reached a point where that doesn't even matter. Because you know why? It feels good to know I could inspire somebody. And I say this trying my hardest not to have a God complex. But because I'm in the season of my life where I'm allowing love to lead, I'm not going to focus on the negatives. I'm not going to harp on the fact that, you know, this person is, is doing what I'm doing or I put in the work. I probably give free intel on how to get this thing to happen. Right. I'm not even going to focus on that because if I'm saying I'm a deity and I believe in my heart of hearts, my life is a testimony. I have to understand that in letting love lead, in this season of my life that the inspiration shouldn't just be from my pain right it shouldn't just be from my pain you shouldn't be inspired only because of my trauma you should be inspired by the things that I'm actually winning at so that's the mentality I want you to have as well deities I want you to understand but in this season of your life, you should be allowing love to lead. And when you allow love to lead, you exude the greatness and the divine energy that you already possess. You see, the thing is, if you look at yourself a certain way, it really doesn't matter if everybody else see your light. If you don't see it and if you don't allow love to lead, you are not going to believe who you are. Love, I believe, is the source of everything. I genuinely believe that. Like, I'm not here to talk science, Big Bang Theory. I'm not here to talk you know, which God is, is the God you're supposed to worship and all of that. We don't do that here, you know, and for the record, I'm omnist. So I believe a truth in every spiritual path, you know, it just, um, varied according to cultures, according to calling, we're all different. So you would align with different things, right? Um, but at the end of the day, love, I think the energy that is love is what really made everyone come into being at the end of the day. Because every creator story, regardless from the, the, the Gita, the Hindu book, or from Buddhist scripts, or from the Bible, even the Quran, like, you definitely see that it started with love. It started with probably two deities eyeing each other you know and falling in love and making love and procreating some scripts started with sacrifice sacrifice is also love so you know regardless of your belief system my belief is this planet that we are on which is earth started with love and messed up things happen right 
you know, people come and they hurt you or you go through certain trauma um, because your parents didn't know how to heal their trauma and they feel like you have to correct the rights, um, the wrong, sorry, of, of their parents. You know, it's, it's the levels to it, right? Um, but regardless of what, you know, even like, you know, the saying born in sin shaped in iniquity, like we were really born in a messed up world, even though the world was created from love, which is messed up. And I'm not even here or no, like I said, Christian teaching tip. I'm just saying we had to come here because of something, of something bigger than us, of things that we probably can't prove, right? And even if you believe in just pure science, you know, even to figure out how we came here, someone had to love science that much to do research, to come up with a theory. So I'm saying that to say, love is really like superior to me. And when it comes to emotions, when it comes to everything, you could connect it back to love. It's like the Olodumare of life, <laughs> you know, in Yoruba, we, well, I say we, because, you know, I understand and I follow some things, right? <laughs> uh, we look at Olodumare as the head craze and all of that. So I, I believe that, you know, that's love, right? That being is also love and yeah love is is really i i know i'm repeating myself consistently like i'm literally just speaking you know i never do script for this podcast um but yeah love when was the last time you you led with love when did you last allow your life to have love lead and if you haven't realized by now within 17 minutes of this podcast, that's what we're talking about tonight or today. We're letting love lead. You know, that is what being a goddess is, being a goddess, being a deity is. You know, it's a vibe called goddess, love. You know, love is really that thing that heals and why I, I thought of that I was going through some things and I wasn't under the influence of nothing I was just literally thinking of my life and what I've been through and the lives of those closest to me and I was like when was the last time did I live and not exist when was the last time I was not in survival mode. When was the last time I exhaled and I felt, I actually felt relaxed? You know, when was the last time I really looked at my life and I said, wow, I'm thankful, I'm grateful. You know, when last did I exist but be disconnected from my story? You know, and when I say story, you can't see my fingers, but I'm doing the asterisks. Um, I mean, in terms of attaching my trauma to it, you know, and I want you to close your eyes right now and do the same. I want you to think really and truly of a day within the last week or the last month just to give you a little wiggle room I'm giving you a month I want you to look at your life and think of when have you ever not thought about your trauma or not tell somebody about yourself or talk about anything regarding your life and you have not just spoken about yourself in such a positive way you know that you could be proud of or when last have you had a conversation where it's not just dark and heavy and I'm not trying to come and act as though 
um what i like to call with my girlfriends i call them um not my girlfriends of course but in conversations with my girlfriends i mention people who think you know healing is just about buying cards and crystals and lighting sage and doing everything tiktok and pinterest being a pinterest witch is what i call it uh you think that's what it takes when really of course we're going back to my favorite word out of all the adjectives i used to describe this show you're literally just you know not doing your shadow work and that's not good now if you've reached and i just want to put that disclaimer here if you've reached a space in your life where you think you you're manageable and you have healed you know you can definitely um not fight up with the shadow work and you know just remember what you've learned and carry on with your life as you go to another level but i feel like ever so often in life you reach a crossroad or you reach a point in your life where you feel stuck or when relationships are crumbling around you and you don't understand why that's the point of shadow work yeah so you know it's not that you have to spend your days doing shadow work all the time even when you're happy it's just that it's good to remind yourself that hey i'm not perfect and i've been through things and they're real to me but in this season of my life i'm letting love lead and the thing is you can let love lead and still do your shadow work i'm not saying one cancels out the other i'm saying that you have to know yourself and i think i have reached a point where literally i haven't felt within the past week or more that i am constantly thinking of my trauma right and it feels good i'm not trying to downplay experiences at all like i said you know i'm not trying to be a pinterest wish which and be like oh everything is love and light and no but what i am saying is i'm also going to take a t- a break you know take a little bit of time and smell the roses and you know be happy about the rain because i'm a pluviophile i love the rain <laughs> or dance in the sun if you're into sun like I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to breathe in that nice, fresh, salty air. And I'm going to really be in the moment. Because sometimes we're so caught up in our trauma that we sort of stay in the past. And while it is, you know, not too bad to venture into the past, like I said, with shadow work, you don't have to stay there. You can elevate. You can you can really and truly understand when you're being redundant or not. You know it, right? And you, when you feel a little, you know, or if you could always go back to your journal because I encourage journaling as well. But in this season of your life, because deity, you have been with me at this point a whole year, right? I think it's important to breathe and to allow love to lead now i've been speaking for like 23 minutes now (laughs) 24 in two seconds and we will be talking about shadow work right but just for this episode especially or i don't know how the climate of my other episodes will be um because you know i move with spirit always and with energy and with observing the climate of my social media feed (laughs) yeah but i want you to let love lead in letting love lead i have stepped into a vibe that is goddess and i mentioned that line before in this podcast And what does that mean? It means that because I've let love lead, I also lead in love. And I feel a softness 
you know, I, I am not as rigid as I used to be. And that's the thing. When you're in survival mode, you don't really realize when you're being unnecessarily tough. You're always guarded. You're always like harsh and mad at the world. And as a black woman, a deity that is of, you know, African tribes, right? Because <laughs> that's what I present. Um, it's easy to be labeled to fall into the trope of angry black woman. And we know they say that to come at us as though we have no reason to be angry. It's like we're always mad for no reason. And, you know, I understand how I need to be careful with my words to not perpetuate, you know, the negativity or the stereotypes that's out there on people like me. But at the same time, I can also say I know how I am and I know I am happiest when I am my softest and I know I'm at my softest when I am not attached to my trauma or I'm not triggered and if we're taking this to a political or socio standpoint we might say okay there are always things to be mad about when you're a black person especially as a black woman right um but I could find happy moments in my little sphere. Yes, the intersections are real. You know, we know about intersectionality, you know, because I'm not just a woman. I'm a black woman. I'm not just a black woman. I'm a dark skinned black woman. I'm not just a dark skinned black woman. I'm the dark skinned black woman of another brown black woman who is a Gen Xer who is the daughter of a boomer who had to try and heal on her own to make me be the awesome woman I am. And, and yes, you know, there were some complications with that, but I'm saying that to say I'm aware of who I am and, and why I may never be fully at peace. Right. But I'm not trying to have these obvious things affect my role in making my life good so we have the powers that be we have the systemic oppressions and stuff right but we also have the things that we could do for ourselves you know you know you have this amount of money or you don't have this amount of money rather right hard relate <laughs> but that does not mean that you can't take a walk and just feel the breeze on your face that does not mean that you can't invest in the things you really love, be it from watching Everybody Hates Chris, which is literally on mute, but on my TV right now, to listening to other podcasts. Shout out to Koenig. I love him so much. He has a podcast as well. Um, I'll make sure to tag that in this post, right? Um or eat my favorite things i love lemon cake lately i love a cookie and cream ice cream you know even if i may not always have the money to treat myself every day i could afford at least once a week or a month or something to just bake a cake to make myself happy you know i love affection you know i love sex i could do that you know like you know what you like and the moments we take to just really who is me sometimes we really could just take 10 minutes from our fight <laughs> you know our cause and just really smell the roses there's nothing wrong with that and i think to build on my point as black women you tend to feel guilty for enjoying life a little bit you know but when you let love lead you're not going to be in your head about it because you'll be so confident in your purpose. You'll be so confident in knowing, you know, what what makes you happy for real. You know, you're not going to feel guilty for taking a break. You're not going to feel any sort of way because you're going to trust your judgment. You're going to trust 
by the universe and your guides and your whole spiritual team, be it in the physical realm and spiritual realm, has your back. Right? And if you're hearing that dog, you know, you know the vibes. <laughs> you know the vibes. You know I have, I have a pet and, um, yeah. So, I'm sorry guys. I, I really hope that I get through this. Okay, it stopped. My editing skills aren't the best, so you may hear a little background noise now and again guys. <laughs> but we are in a botanica, so anything is possible. So yeah, so when you allow love to lead, or when I started allowing love to lead, I am my softest and I could exhale and I literally exude and radiate love and peace as well because peace is very, very closely tied and knitted to love. And I'm a lot more gentle on myself. I've found that, you know, with my love, I am more gentle with him. I am more gentle with um you know the way I, I have conversations with people on a daily basis i'm not ready to just be antagonistic and to rebuttal i actually listen more to understand than just to make a point right and i realize that my skin literally glows <laughs> you know like it's not a cliche like i feel good my skin glow um I eat better, I rest better, you know, I, I don't really take my melatonin like I did before and I love it here as the kids would say you know, and I just really feel like this is what was expected after a pandemic and I, I mentioned that in this podcast that this pandemic was one of healing for the world from animals to nature to humans i think that we really needed to just shut down capitalism was you know outrageous and we just needed to slow down companies needed to close up they needed to go back home to their families we needed to help the poor a little more. We needed to help each other a little more. You know, and not we just for Christmas or in Trinidad we have carnival to do it, right? You just really and truly saw yourself go inward, right? As animals in the winter, they go in trees and caves. And then when it's spring, they come back out. And I think for the past two years, we've been in the winter season of our lives, you know, and it really caused us to think of life in a different light, whatever that means. And yes, a lot of us just went back to the old drawing board, go back to basics, go back to what we do every day. But most of us really and truly became better, you know, as long as we survived. You know, we weren't unalive by the pandemic. Um, we really and truly came out better human beings in the sense that we look at life a little different. Now, I know a lot of people were homeless, jobless, myself included. Um, but, you know, trying to be optimistic and look at the glasses half full because, again, I'm leading in love. So I can do that. I'm not just going to look at the negatives. In looking at the positives, I must say that I've become a better human being, right? And at that point, you know, I was stressed out. I was crying. I was a wreck. But in the ending of this year, this last quarter, or we're literally in the second to last month at this point, I feel like this is the part of the storm where you see a little a little light trying to pierce through the clouds and I've looked at life in a totally different way I know what I'm up against in life when it comes to the structures when it comes to the people I interact with and I also know the people who I am in alignment with and you know I, I 
the way I would have treated with something just a year ago, I'm not treating it that way now. And it feels so good because instead of being on my back looking, you know, to see who's coming for me or anything like that, I can now focus on myself and my abilities and my purpose. And I can go through again healing, but without any effort, without thinking that healing when it comes from a story of brokenness. My healing and my ministry and my testimony to others comes from a place of wholeness. And just as I said earlier, that is how I was able to not feel offended when people do things that I obviously said I will do or I am doing. Because when you're leading love, you understand that your inspiration or inspiration can come from you rather from a place of wholeness and I feel like if we all really just tried to lead in love that we would see ourselves even propelled to higher heights right I feel like it took me a while to figure that out and in figuring that out it's like okay literally my guides are like finally <laughs> you know she gets it and they're allowing things to come my way they're allowing me to trust them more because I can tell you like I have been on the why I'm not getting a job tip it literally never works out. This is a joke between me and all my close friends. If I apply to something, I don't get called back. If I reach close to, you know, reaching the next round for the interview, something happens where my device messes up and yeah, so it throws me off from be being given the job. I'm actually speaking from an experience. Like I'm thinking of this company I don't want to name and that happened. Then again, um, you do get a job. It's some kind of a uh, job that wants to not have you with permanent employment or it's not gonna pay your NIS or anything like that. Um, no sick days, nothing, nothing, nothing that an employee should have as rights. Like you don't have it. Um, other than that, it's high stressful jobs or it's, um, jobs that say, Hey, come to the interview. And then they call you on the day of the interview and tell you no. You're not having the interview anymore. Like it's, it's literally been challenging. And all that time I jokingly say, wow, all my life I've been saying I wasn't supposed to work for nobody. And it's like, I say it effortlessly and everybody agrees with it. Yeah. You're not supposed to work for nobody. And it seems like the universe is showing me that all the time, you know? So why don't I believe in myself to really launch that business I said I was going to launch? I have everything. I may not have all the inventory I want, but I have inventory. I made a deal with the universe that, yo, if I get this, I'm going to do this. Because what was given a gift is actually what is being used, right, for inventory. I pick pieces and, you know, I'm going to sell it. And I have the pictures and I have everything. I have the website. I have everything. I have the bank account. I did all the hard stuff. The easiest stuff right now is just to upload my pictures and say, hey, business is open. Yet still, I'm not doing it. <laughs> right. And I'm still looking. It's like, I know I'm supposed to do this, but I'm still looking at, you know, what job offers is it? Like, no. If you know your purpose and you're saying your purpose, and I'm saying this on the mic right now, and I'm still doubtful, right? But that just means I don't trust my purpose, right? But in allowing love to lead, I've actually put effort into fixing some of the images. So I'm, I'm reminding myself, let love lead, let love lead. And I'm literally just trusting because that's the thing trust and love just like peace you know it, it comes as a package as well you know it's very close some might say it's a subset of love entirely right and 
because I'm doing that, I'm trusting myself. So I'm trusting my guides and my deities and I'm trusting the universe to really do her part, right? I'm really letting go. Oh my gosh, my other headphone fell. Yeah. I'm, le I'm letting go of doubt. I'm letting go of, oh my gosh, what if people laugh at me? Oh my gosh, criticism. I don't care about that stuff. Honestly, I don't anymore. And so I'm really just allowing love to lead to the point where I'm literally writing that on a yellow sticky note to stick on my mirror when I look at the mirror, at least because I hardly do it if I'm not going out. Um, let love lead, you know, and that's very much connected to the aura that you give, right? Like I said, I notice within myself when I'm not in survival mode or when I'm not allowing my trauma to lead, right? I'm letting love lead. That I'm just such a really soft person that I don't even argue, like I said, you know, because I allow me to listen for understanding more than thinking I need to defend myself. Yeah. I'm coming out of that fight or flight mode and I'm just allowing alignment. I'm letting it go. I'm letting it flow. Think of that song by Tony Braxton, Let It Flow, one of my favorite songs. And of course, you know, she wrote based on relationships and how they don't go and all of that, right? But the bigger message from that song is just letting things be, you know? When you just let things be, I would, okay, let me say it like this because you all know I, I literally like to think of what I'm saying because I know that you all really and truly, you know, are doing the work with me for us to discover or rediscover all of these mysteries in life and whatnot, right? <laughs> so, you know, I'm being careful with my words here. But letting things be is still a little more carefree than I'm comfortable with right now. Because, okay, I think on one hand, letting it be would mean as Tony was singing, let it flow. And that's fine. Let things go. Let it flow. Just, you know, breathe a little. It's going to be all right. Right. But I prefer to love, let love, let love lead than, oh, that was a tongue twister. <laughs> let love lead because you still need a little guidance along the way. Right. That's, that's the human side of you. You're still going to need a force to direct you, an energy to direct you, you know, that be it in the form of an actual being, whatever your beliefs are. Some might let nature lead them, you know, but for me, it's energies. So the energy that is love and whatever deities are in alignment with, with that, you know, be it um, Venus you know, being the goddess of love, which I have tatted, by the way. <laughs> or if we're thinking Yoruba, I'm thinking when it comes to love, I think of Mami Wata, Yimoya, right? When you think of, of those deities like that, and I'm into Shaktism, so sorry if I'm only pulling from feminine gods, right? Goddesses. You still have some sort of pull or some sense of direction but when you are just letting things be it means that you're shifty you're like a raft going down a stream wherever the breeze blow you go no we're not just letting things flow we are letting love lead that's the direction we're heading and whatever else comes along that way we'll deal with it fine but we need that sense of direction 
we need to know our purpose and even if we aren't sure of our purpose in other aspects of life be it um your career be it in terms of family you don't understand if you should even have a family if you should stay married if you should have kids if you should get married at all like the number one thing like i said because we came from this energy that is love we know that that's part of our purpose to love because we came from that right and that's always a safe space to go back to love you know you you may not be sure about your music career or that nine to five you have but you are sure that if you really trust in love you can figure it figure it out and I know that love may be hard to believe in for some of us because we've been hurt so much or and and this is for any type of love not just romantic but I'm speaking in context of romantic love like you would have literally been so heartbroken Uh, a person may have hurt you so much you would have cheated lied manipulated you just end things without a proper reason or you know leading you on and lying gaslighting all of these other traumatic things right but within those things I've come to find that you also realize the power of love in different ways because even though romantic love may have been so hard for you agape love love between you and your god or love between you and your family you know i'm no psychologist so i don't always know the proper terms <laughs> right um but yeah even in 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 heartbreak when you find comfort in your family or your friends or your god you're still allowing love to happen for you you're still able to see that love exists in your life when you're heartbroken ladies right or goddesses rather when you're heartbroken and you cry you may have that one friend you can talk to be it boy girl non-binary or be it your mom or be it some random person on facebook that you can fight in whatever whatever you decide to do you know you you definitely look for love you look for comfort from another source and that's what love is comfort you know it it it's part of it it comes with the territory and that's a good way to know again straying up it because we're on the topic of love if you're figuring out is this love you can ask yourself plenty questions but one of it is is it comfortable and when i say comfortable in fact no not comfortable cuz comfortable doesn't mean comforting <laughs> and that's the thing so you could be comfortable but you may not necessarily be in the best space ever you can be comfortable in misery so that's why i need to change that word let's say comforting if that love isn't comforting for you it doesn't feel good like really feel good you're not just saying that because it's familiar then you know it isn't love so comfort something that's comforting something that is gentle and delicate with you if love doesn't if the love you're experiencing be it from romantic to just platonic to familial whatever type of love if that love does not feel good or comforting or as soon as you think of smiling you also think of the million times you had to cry 
and that isn't love. And then you can't afford that to lead. And that's the thing. For me, I can recognize when I thought I let love lead when really it wasn't. I've let the projection of others lead my life for a while. And I thought that was love because I thought in considering their feelings more than mine that I was love and that wasn't because I know people like to say okay healthy love no so what is unhealthy love <laughs> right is that it's love which is supposed to be healthy or it's not right so even though it was a selfless act I did that wasn't love because if I love myself and I love that person I wouldn't allow them to hurt me by sticking around yeah Again, I'm no psychologist. I'm just speaking from my experience. So let love lead. When you let love lead, you radiate goddess energy. People look at you and they can say, wow, you really are happy. She really did this for herself. He's glowing. There's something different about him. Or them, whatever your pronouns are. Because we're pro-choice over here and we're pro-love. And we're pro-LGBTQIA and all, everything, you know. Right? So, yeah, when, when you allow love to lead, it shows. But the thing is, when you allow love to lead, you're not doing it for a show either. It just happens that it just happens that people will see it, right? But you're not going to you're not going to do it for the applause to please anybody. You're doing it because you are in alignment with your new season. You're ready to open this new chapter. And continue this story on this world, on this planet, that is your earthly life. When you allow love to lead, your circumstances don't feel like circumstances anymore. It literally feels like, ah, Okay, let's face this. And you're ready for whatever comes. You're not scared by it. You're not intimidated by it. You're not sighing like, oh my gosh, again, you're not, you're not gonna worry about all of that. You're literally just looking forward to living. And you may say, hmm. How, how can I lead in love? I don't know how. Leading in love is a circumstance of shadow work. <laughs> because in order to lead in love, you have to know yourself. And not just the good parts, the parts that you tuck away and hide because you feel as though it's not that important or you can't let go of ego and understand you are the problem sometimes so it's I told you it's literally like one day or one night you're in bed and you're just like when last have I smiled and been genuinely happy when I smiled without my second thought being about you know, worrying about something I can't control at the moment. It just happens. But if you want steps into knowing yourself, shadow work aside, I would say, think of your environment. 
even the most extroverted person needs to figure out why they need to always be out there or after you've always been out there can you really be by yourself my mind went back to college and being an introvert it's hard having friends who are extroverted like they get lonely quick they need to have somebody around to watch movies they need all these things and um i was the opposite i remember one of them who's one of my good friends to this day said oh my gosh you're so bitchy and honestly i was 19 to me i wasn't bitchy i just really valued my own space because i was comfortable in it i didn't really allow people in and when they tried to penetrate my space without me welcoming them you know of course i i have my fangs right i bear my teeth but i'm saying that to say not to necessarily make introverted people seem better than extroverted people i'm just saying regardless of who you are being alone is important i have said this in several episodes that five minutes before you sleep is important you have to be comfortable with yourself you should be happy you should go to sleep with a smile on your face and not worrying about some stupid conversation you had earlier on in the day that really probably took a hit at your self-esteem you know so you need to I'm, I'm straying again but I'm saying that to say you need to know yourself fall in love with yourself for me it's literally that kind of spa vibes like even if you can't afford to go to the spa you can make your space comfortable in fact need I remind you I give you the steps to create your botanica I'll put that video again on my page where you're literally seeing you sit and you put on soothing music music you like don't force yourself to like things you don't like you know so for me I love jazz I love lo-fi so depending on what I feel for more in the moment I put on that there are many streams on YouTube for free let's take advantage of that while we can because I feel like everything is gonna be behind a paywall very soon so you put on your TV or whatever device and you put on a lo-fi playlist or jazz playlist or if soothing music for you is groovy soca whatever it is opera put on that music some people like sounds i love to hear the rain put on a rain sound you know it have literally 24 hour eight hour rain falling in different settings be it forest beats on the ocean there are ocean waves as well some people like fireplace crackling you know you put on something that appease the senses auditory as well as in terms of how you see your sight right and then you for me i love to smell incense some people don't but whatever fragrance you like be it the smell of cake baking you know you bake a cake right or you get incense or you just have that little jar with menthol crystals that we do in the caribbean we always sniff in Vicks as we see <laughs> right but for me it's the crystals you get something to appease you know your your olfactory that's what you call it smelling and you just be at peace you know you unwind you sip on something nice and you just really exhale and you speak to yourself or your spiritual deities or elements or whatever you're into and you really just pull your heart out and say i am letting love lead and say it until it makes sense for you because the thing about it is and that's a beautiful thing about language in me saying letting love lead that's what i understand that statement to mean but it might mean something entirely different to you so you 
Really meditate on the words you're letting love lead. You're letting go, but you're still letting that energy, that source that is love lead. And you're believing in it. And you feel it within your bones. And you literally just live life with that mentality and it aligns. Once you see it and you believe it and you trust it, it will align with you. Yeah? And you will notice your interactions become very different. For instance, today, there's a certain artist that I'm not really a fan of. And I was so ready to share a clip I saw and, and put a very, you, you know how I could be, put a very clever caption to it, right? That was riddled with subliminal insults and whatnot. And I said, I'm letting love lead. I'm a vibe. I am a vibe, right? I don't need to vibe. I am a vibe. I'm a vibe called goddess, okay? So when you're a goddess, you don't have time to type negativity out there to someone unprovoked. Regardless of how I feel about this artist, they are fulfilling their purpose because they're always selling out their shows and they're breaking records and all these different things so why am i hating from outside the club i may not want to be a musician songwriting perhaps but not necessarily a musician but i'm hating outside the club because they figured out their purpose they figured out something in their lives that i'm still trying to figure out Right, And I'm now slowly letting love lead. So I'm allowing what I think is my purpose, which is entrepreneurship, to lead within that love. And, you know, me writing this post is going to do what? Other than a kiki, is that kiki going to help my situation? And the answer was no. And so I just didn't bother to share it. When you allow love to lead, you have less time to comment on things unprovoked that literally does not affect your life or the lives around you. Absolutely advocate and stuff. Right? And even in, in, in being an advocate, there are times when you're so blinded by your emotions that you're not thinking of the greater picture as well but we're not talking about that right now <laughs> because I could think of a lot of ways that I or people you know become advocates online and they speak and they talk and they when really there would have been better ways to handle a situation but or to get a topic um a conversation, you know, get get a conversation going for the cause, right? And it's so weird because now because I'm allowing love to lead, I'm able to see when people aren't leading from love. And I couldn't before. You know, and I was and that's how I was easily hoodwinked, <laughs> quote unquote, by just the kindness of people and not understanding that even in, in kindness you can be malicious. You know, I always say it. I look at the intent. I do nothing without intention. But that wasn't true because I was still deceived. And I think the missing part was not letting love lead. So, deities, I've spoken to you all a while now. And I just wanted to say, I know I, it's probably like six months at this point, but I've really reached a point where I know for a fact that I will be selling my products um, very soon. Soon as in, it's weeks at this point, not months anymore. The home stretch is there. And it's not merch for Goddess Botanica, but you know, Goddess is my brand. In fact, my company is Lagadessa, the brand limited. So Lagadessa, um, registered and everything. And I have decided to launch my website showing not just the products but my services where 
I'll be an empathetic listener to you. And I can use certain aspects of spirituality in those sessions that we'll speak about one-on-one. So there'll be um, the PHV to book that on the website. And I am doing a little bit of blogging, but I'm thinking of separating my blogging from that platform and having a platform specifically for that. That's undecisive. But either way, I have my pictures. I'm having fun working on them. And feel free to go to my website, which will be 1868goddess.com or lagodessa.com. Choose the first one. I'm still deciding if I should switch back to Lagodessa for my domain. And in the meantime, for sure, for the products, you can check Lagodessa, that's L-A-G-O-D-D-E-S-S-A on Instagram. Right? So check it out. And yeah, support your girl because money from that will not just help me and my family, but it will also help me to take this podcast to an even bigger platform that is happening sooner than you think. This time, of course, with special guests and who knows may even have an official co-host so that's me leading with love and telling you all what is really happening not speaking about it prematurely because i've done all of the behind the scenes work and now we're just to have love lead and to trust myself and the universe and all my team spiritually and physically um in their support so deities, this is Goddess Latoya saying, let love lead a vibe called Goddess. I just like how that sounds, don't you? <laughs> See you around. <laughs>